Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Timothy Dotson, and welcome to the Passion Cast. Today is episode two, Owning Salvation. You can never earn it. You can never achieve it. It's simply owned. So I just want to go over a little bit of the information that I've learned over the past year that has completely changed my life and has changed the way that I view God and interact with Him, and uh, it's changed it for the better. It's made things a whole lot easier as well. So anyway, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So I want to talk about religion with you and, and the book of Romans and how Paul talks about the Pharisees in the book of Romans. Um, he says that the, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees has led others to cursing the name of God. So this is where we come to learn that religion is a bit of an issue. It creates a problematic mindset where we believe we will never be good enough. It also gives off the idea that you have to earn righteousness or holiness and salvation, even though it was transferred to you on the cross. And just as you couldn't work or earn your salvation, you cannot earn righteousness or holiness. It's simply supplied. God is the provider. Um, But Christians believe right now that we have to tell people that they're going to hell when most people in the U.S. have heard of it. People have heard of it so much that they joke about it now. And, you know, that that's that's an issue. That's a problem. I mean, and that's because people are desensitized to it. They've heard it so much that they are desensitized to it. So it's not our job to tell people about hell. It's simply not. And if, in, if you look at John 4, Jesus is talking to the woman at the well, and he never has to mention hell at all to minister to her. He never even insinuates it. He simply tells her who he is, and it's enough to send her running off to gather other people up and bring them back with her to him. And that, that right there, that's, that's evangelism. That's, that was amazing. I mean, and that's all it took, just telling her a little bit about him. Um... So, you know, there is no requirement to tell someone that they're going to hell. It's irrelevant compared, it's, it's, it's not per se irrelevant, but it's minuscule compared to the signs and wonders of Jesus. That's what we need to be telling people. We need to be telling people about the, the, the amazing things that Jesus did and, and the, the, total adoration, the amount of adoration that he has for you and and for everyone else here. I mean, he created every last strand of hair on your head, and he, he is just so deeply in love with his sons and daughters, aka you. Uh, and you know, there's another thing too. We just... When, when a religious mindset is so embedded in our minds... We seem to be so miserable. We're, we're so critical of ourselves and we're so critical of others. And, and it's impossible to live a life where you're not miserable. And that's just, that's not how God wants it to be. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what God wants to do. He wants to empower you. He wants to light a fire in your heart and a passion 
for the Lord. He wants you to inspire others. He wants to take the he wants you to take the inspiration that you received from him and hand it off to others so that they may be inspired to follow him and it will just be a chain reaction, a wildfire. But the thing is is that we have strayed away so much from preaching Jesus that we seem to preach hell more than we do Jesus and that is an issue. Um, we've forgotten the gospel and the thing is is you know grace is a part of that gospel and we need to start handing grace to people we need to give people breathing room see it seems like a lot of people expect others to walk into a church and it's like we, we finally got this person in church now he needs to start living the way that we live and it's like no no he he they need to just take their time and let Jesus work on them that's all that's all it takes because the thing is is that if we're if we're trying to force somebody to live a certain way that means that we're pressuring it and it's not going to work it's going to turn into a mess what the way that we should be going about things I'll tell you exactly how it should go come to church and I'm going to take a back seat and watch Jesus do his thing in your life watch him watch him work work his magic and that's how that should be our mindset we we shouldn't be worried so much it's like we, we shouldn't be so caught up in other people's business and, and lives in the way that and, and their struggles and stuff that we forget about our own selves as well we have got to put a balance in, in our lives where we we allow others to breathe and allow their development in Christ to be natural rather than forced, immature, and and premature. And that that because there with that that would be there would be growing pains in that. And uh, the 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 process of growth in Jesus is is not meant to be a, a painful process. Is there trials and and things that come along with it? Absolutely, yes. There are hard times, but they're just like with any other any other situation. Life is hard in general, so I mean, of course, things things are going to seem frustrating. But the deal is, is that God is a provider. He provides joy. He provides strength. He provides everything that you need in order to keep persisting, in order to be sustained in Him. And, you know, when you're constantly so critical of yourself and thinking, you know, I, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to be this, I got to be that. It's like you are worrying yourself to death and you're not giving yourself breathing room. You're stressing yourself out. You're making things hard. You're overcomplicating things. And I used to do that as well. And I'll tell you exactly that where, where that will lead you to. That's going to lead you to getting burnt out. You're going to get burnt out from working and fighting for something that you already have that being righteousness and holiness and your salvation you don't have to work for it you when you when you go to repent for something it's not going to take a million sorries it takes one one and done that's all it is it's a god i i i made this mistake please forgive me i did I, that was out of character i did not mean to do that that i i, I apologize and boom, there, there it is, forgiveness. Actually, he, he casts, he casts your sin 
as far as the east is from the west. And the thing is, is that, that, that that's essentially saying that he forgets about it. He doesn't remember it. You, you, you could be sitting there apologizing over and over and over again and, and, not, and not receiving and not allowing yourself to breathe, just breathe and take in to own that, that forgiveness, to receive that forgiveness. All that chaos that's getting stirred up in your mind from when things go wrong and we act out of character. We're so critical of ourselves, we don't give ourselves time to just breathe and receive. And uh, it, it's, it, that's, it's a stressful process. And the thing is, it's like a lot of people, I know I didn't, I didn't get any clarity during uh, the time I was growing with a religious mindset. And uh, it, it, that's where a lot of my issues came from. I, I felt like I was stunted in my growth. I felt like I wasn't going anywhere. There, there was something missing, and that was the revelation of grace. It's the fact that I don't have to work for anything that, uh, that, that like salvation and righteousness and holiness. Is there times where battle comes along? Absolutely, yes. There will be times where you, you are met with temptation and then it, it's it's your turn to resist but through but ask you, you can ask God for strength and and through that and you just you just stand your ground hey that's victory right there you've acknowledged God and you're in the process of withstanding the onslaught of the enemy and boom there it is victory and even if you do fall and scrape your knees there's always band-aids and and man there, there's just there's an endless supply of grace there's an endless supply of hope. And that's what a lot of people are missing today. We don't, we don't have people. So many people have been sapped and, and, and just drained of their hope and their passion and their joy. And it's time for that to change. I hope you can agree with me on that. It's time for us to have a change. We need, we need a, just a revolutionary movement of God, man. We need something to touch our hearts, something to inspire us. We need others to inspire others. We need people to inspire a generation and to reach out their hand to, to offer the younger generation, any, every generation that's sitting on this earth right now and breathing. We need to reach out our hand to them and tell them there is no, you no longer do you have to sit in any depression, any anxiety, any fear of never being good enough because the truth is, is that you are holy, you are righteous, you are wonderful, you are adored in the eyes of God, you are a child of Abba, you are the son, you are the daughter, he created you, he views you as his son, he views you as his daughter. You are so special in his eyes, and he will never change that. That can never change. So this is, this, that is what's going to change people's hearts and, and make them interested in coming to Jesus rather than telling somebody that they're going to go to hell if they don't live a certain way. And it's like that, that's rough stuff to hear. That is extremely rough stuff to hear. When we tell people that we're instilling fear in their hearts and that's just not how God wants it to be. That's not how God wants it to be. And uh, we need to take a different approach. We, in, instead of instilling fear in people, we need to inspire people to follow God. 
We need we need to 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 share the passion, that flame in our hearts, to to follow Christ, to wage war against the enemy and, and his lies and, and, and all the, the awful things that he throws against us throughout life. That's what we need to do. Is to offer your brothers and sisters help. I mean, it, it, it's not hard. It's not hard to, to, to be courteous to people. And I mean, th- this was what relig- the, the religious doctrine that's been instilled in people's minds has done. It's made people bitter. It's sapped the joy and the peace and hope out of people's lives. Even the people dishing out the criticism, uh, aka many Christians. Uh, it's like we always too, many churches are blaming the outside world for the deep for the decline in church numbers but the thing is is that it's only by our own actions that we have seen lower numbers it's 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 our institutions and if we could just take a second to do some self-evaluation instead of it being everyone else's fault maybe we can adapt to a new not even a new way it's, it's the way that's always been around. It's Jesus' way. In John 4, again, he ministered to the woman at the well, and it changed her life forever. He never had to mention hell. He never had to insinuate it. He simply told her who he was, and it was enough. It was enough. It captivated her. It changed her heart in an instant. It, it, it inspired her. It gave her joy and, and passion came along all with it and and that's that's what we need we need to inspire people to chase after the lord because already we we are growing up in a time where it seems like there is so much division so much anger so much strife so much depression and anxiety and stress that's just every corner you take and it's why, why would we want to inflict any more? Why would we want to do that? It's time to inspire people. It's time to, to give people hope rather than, than, than make them feel like they're awful. And that's what religious doctrine does. We will, with a religious mindset, we will never feel like we're good enough. But the truth is, is that we don't have to be that way. And, and that, that's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it all. We don't have to be caught up in those things anymore we are are freed in in all of this and and this is the gospel this is the good news the good news is that jesus came down from the throne in such a humble manner just to save you a spot next to his throne because he loves you that much and he he doesn't god doesn't see you as as some speck of dust you matter you're important you're you're important because you're going to do something if you're still living and breathing if you're listening to this podcast you have purpose you have purpose and god wants to use you absolutely and, and your your purpose is no is is no more important than the other and any other other person's uh purpose you are called to something great just like anyone else and, and, and everyone's working in tandem together like a machine to, to produce hope, to produce a, a wonderful community, 
a, a, a body of Christ that is full of joy and, and passion and inspiration, a, 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 just a community of intercessors, uh, a community of people who care for one another and care to lift one another up and hold one another accountable and, and, and guide one another, not shame one another, but guide one another into a better place. I should never never be caught up in somebody else's business and, and then throw my opinion in there like, hey, you know, you kind of suck for doing this. It should never be like that. You know what I should say to somebody? Hey, it's okay that you messed up because it happens to the best of us. Sometimes, hey, 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 actually, Romans 7. You go read Romans 7. Even Paul says it himself. He says, I do things... I, I do the things, shoot, what is that verse? it! it's like he's talking about how he does things that he doesn't want to do, and he doesn't understand why he does them, but his the intent of his heart is is actually oriented toward Christ, and, and that is, that, that's the thing, it, it's, we sometimes our flesh gets the best of us, but man, through through our time with the Holy Ghost, it will be removed. That nature will be removed. You are who you are meant to be right now, and you will be who you are meant to be when He comes back. And it's hard. It's hard for a lot of people to take this teaching because so many have grown up with a different way, and you know it. That's understandable. It was hard for me to take on the revelation of grace because I was so used to a very, I guess, it was a rough kind of way of going about things. And it was very critical because I have always been critical on myself, just like many others are. And it's, we, we don't have to be, we don't have to be that way because God isn't critical of us. He, he sees the pain and the hurt that has been inflicted on us in life and he mourns for us he hates it for us and all he wants to do is guide us into 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 something better into something worthwhile into something where we don't have to constantly sit there and chase a feeling go from one feeling to the other we, we can be sustained and, and it can be it can be consistent and not just over and over and over again we have to do the same thing with Christ it's one and done and uh, yeah but you know it's like religion killed Jesus the Pharisees were holding tradition over God's will they 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 maintained their traditions and their teachings from their mentors rather than the teachings of God and they they fell into a religious mindset their intentions may have been good just like anyone else's but the deal is is that they're they they were going about it in the wrong way and uh, many of them were not willing to say that they were wrong and it led to their stagnation in their growth I want to read to you uh, Romans 8 verses 1 through 4 really quick um, it says so now the case is closed 
there remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the Anointed One. For the law of the Spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. For God achieved what the law was unable to accomplish because the law was limited by the weakness of human nature. Yet God sent us his Son in human form to identify with human weakness, clothed with humanity. God's Son gave his body to be the sin offering so that God could once and for all condemn the guilt and power of sin. Condemnation was never meant for humanity. It, it was meant for sin. Uh, that's not saying, you know, uh, don't hate the the person, hate the sin. It's like, no, don't hate, don't hate it at all. It's like that. I, I don't agree with that saying. Um, don't hate any of it all. Feel mourn with them, like like cry with them, weep, weep with them, and, and and then lift them up, encourage them to to go forth, to go back into battle against the enemy. And, and and that that's what we should be doing we shouldn't I, I shouldn't look at somebody after they messed up and be like ah, well I don't hate you but I hate your sin like dude come on uh, that's gonna that's gonna make me feel a ton better but that those those verses Romans 8 1 through 4 is that that is so beautiful is the thing is is that God is not condemning us he's not shaming us he sees our pain and he wishes to help us. He wishes to guide us into a, a, a life without sin. And, and that, that's this journey that, that we're on right now. Um, we are currently in the process of awaiting uh, the sun. We're awaiting for, for the king to come back, dude. And one day, whenever that is, He'll, he'll be back. He's going to wipe away the tears from our face. All that hurt that you've experienced. All that pain you've experienced. All the words they've spoken against you. All the things that have been done to you. It'll be all in the past. And it won't follow. It won't follow. You'll, you'll be renewed. Everything will be brand new. And, and, and the love of the Father will be ever more abundant in your life. The habitual struggles that we have in life are to be overcome by the Holy Ghost working in us and not by yourself and, and you know there, there is a time for discipline but discipline comes in through the Spirit and that that is extremely important as well but yeah I that that's that's a lot I guess of my point that I'm trying to get at is uh, owning your salvation is not instead of trying to earn it instead of trying to work for it own it receive it just have it like hold on to it because you've already have it you have it and it, ne it never left you it's with you when you fall and it's with you when you get back up so, and the Holy Ghost is with you as well. He's with you when you fall. He is with you when you get back up. I mean, it, it's it's 24-7. You are the temple. He resides in the temple. And, and you are renewed daily. 
you you are renewed daily by the blood it it's it's crazy to think about all of this but it's it, it's it's so important it's an extremely important thing i i'd say it's imperative imperative for every christian every follower of christ to really hunker down and just get this through their head you don't have to work for anything it's like why why does it you know why does it always feel like it's such an empty chase like it's so pointless when we're chasing after our, our when we're chasing after trying to be like jesus it's the thing is is that he lives within us romans says that paul said that jesus lives his life through us so stop chasing it. Stop chasing Jesus. He's inside of you. Be with him. Instead of chasing him, be with him. Just be with him because he's with you. So so just, it's like staying in the circle. It's, you, you don't have to work for it. You already have it. You've, you've received it. Now just own it. And, and that, that's where that, all that empty fighting, it feels like you've been struggling for so long, all that empty struggling and twisting and turning and, and fighting just to feel like it's staying afloat. You don't have to do that because Jesus is already inside your heart. He's, he's inside of you and he's living his life through you. Just, just own it. You are holy. You are righteous. You are adored. You are loved by Abba. My name is Timothy Dotson, and you have been listening to The Passion Cast.